Mom, Dad, let's talk. I know right now I'm all about juice boxes and chasing the dog. But sooner than you think, I'm out of here. I want to go to college, out of state. Or start a business in an industry that doesn't even exist yet. My allowance ain't going to cut it. So, while I'm at my most adorable, I'm asking you to download the UNEST app and start saving for my future. The UNEST app puts smart investing tools right in the palm of your hand. And the funds in your UNEST account can be used for anything, from college tuition to building a nest egg to use for other things for your kids. Plus, you can grow your UNEST account by making purchases from top brands like Disney Plus and DoorDash. Or share a UNEST gifting link so friends and family can help grow your child's account. Download the UNEST app and use the code IHEART25 at sign up to receive a $25 bonus when you fund your account. That's code IHEART25 when you sign up at unest.co for a $25 bonus. See terms and conditions at unest.co. Welcome to the story, Sarah Waits for Laughter. Sarah and her husband, Abraham, waited 25 years to have the child that God had promised them. She waited so long that she even laughed when God said he would give her a son. She thought she was too old and it was impossible. Yet, after waiting for God, she found something greater than she could have ever expected. A miracle child and laughs of joy. God's plans for you may seem big or even hard. People may even laugh at them. But like Sarah, may you see that God's timing is perfect, even if it's not always the timing that you hope for or even expect. He always has a plan, and God never goes back on His word. Whatever you're waiting on God for, trust Him with it now. Don't let waiting stop you from dreaming. Hear God tell Sarah that he is able. Is anything too hard for the Lord? He said, I will return about this time next year and you will have a son. He's a God of his word and his plans for you will unfold in due time. Now begin to imagine what Sarah saw, what she felt and experienced as she waited for God's promise to come to pass. Sarah's heart, mind, and spirit had anticipated this promise for so long that undoubtedly she began to wonder if they even heard God correctly. Perhaps he didn't really say it, or maybe he changed his mind. What thoughts might you feel after waiting for so long for a promise to come true? Using your imagination, see this story unfold through the eyes of Abraham's wife, Sarah. Your husband, Abraham, is sitting near you outside of the tents, deep in thought. You've been traveling through the foreign land of Canaan because God told Abraham to come here. He said, Leave your country and your relatives and your father's house and go to the land that I will show you. Now you've settled into this promised land that God has shown you. Notice the oak trees and the meadows that spread across the rolling hills. The view takes your breath away. 
You see vibrant colors spreading across the meadow as wildflowers are blooming. You take in a deep breath and enjoy the clean floral aroma. Hear the breeze rushing through the trees. God's word had come true. And as you sit in the promised land, you whisper a thank you to him as you take in the beautiful landscape. You remember that God has just appeared to Abraham and he had said, I'll give this land to your offspring. You look over at Abraham as he considers this promise. Is he smiling as he's reminded of such a powerful promise? Or does he look concerned at all since you don't even have children yet? You and Abraham eat your dinner and watch the red sun set over the shimmering Mediterranean Sea. Your eyes are drawn up to the sky that seems packed with stars. See the bright north star above the hills on the horizon of the promised land. Peer into the cloudy, vast stars of the Milky Way and see the dim little dots of distant light. The entire sky, stretching from east to west, is full of stars. Try counting them. One, two, three. There's so many that your eyes drift and you begin to get sleepy. You're reminded that those stars were a part of God's promise. He told Abraham that you would have more offspring than the stars in the skies and that all the world will be blessed through them. That's an awful lot of children. (laughs) That's a big promise. How is this going to happen, you wonder? You're getting older and you still don't have a single child. You glance over at Abraham. He's getting older too, but he seems so content and peace-filled. His patient faith is inspiring to you. Do you trust that nothing's too hard for God? Rest for a moment and breathe in trust from God. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with faith. Breathe out and release your worries. Rest now in God's arms. Twenty-five years have now passed since God's promise to Abraham. So much has happened in those years. A famine has come, and you've been on a long, hungry journey across the desert to Egypt for food. But now you've returned to the promised land. God has shown up many times in many ways, but you're still childless. You rest under the shade of the oak trees just as you did 25 years before. Abraham sits not far away from you at the entrance of his tent. He's 99 years old now, and it's the hottest part of the day. How does that sunlight feel as it falls onto your face? What does the warm breeze smell like? 
God has been so faithful to give you food and sunlight, but where is your child? You want to believe him, but you find yourself doubting more with each passing day. Suddenly you see Abraham look up and notice three men standing nearby. His old arms push him up to his feet and he slowly begins to run to meet those three men. You haven't seen him move like that in a long time, so you sense the importance of this visit from these men. You see him bowing low to the ground. Abraham then turns and runs back to you and excitedly says, Hurry, Sarah, get three large measures of your best flour, knead it into dough, and bake some bread. Then he runs off. You immediately go inside the tent to make several loaves of bread. How does the dough feel as it moves through your fingers? What do you think about as you prepare the loaves for your guests? Are you curious at all why they've come? Do you sense you may know? You place the loaves in a brick oven and wait while it bakes. You smell the sweet, fresh bread that you're about to serve to these three guests. As you're waiting for the bread to bake, you hear Abraham outside speaking with the three men, so you listen in. One of the men tells Abraham, I'll return to you about this time next year and your wife Sarah will have a son. Before you even realize what's happening, you let out a loud laugh. Can he be serious? Can an old woman like you have a baby? Surely he must be mistaken. You hear one of them say to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, Can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Suddenly you realized you just laughed at God. Will God get mad at you now? You start to become afraid and instead of admitting it, you say, I didn't laugh. Without missing a beat, the man says, No, you did laugh. Yes, you did. But even though you laughed, God still promises that you will have a son. Rest for a moment. Breathe in trust from God. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with faith. Breathe out and release your worries, your cares. Rest now in God's arms. Months have passed and your waiting has ended. Laughter has come. Less than a year later, you're holding your promised son. Your baby is born just at the time that God had said. Look into your baby's face and watch him laugh. How does it feel to hold this laughing boy, Isaac, in your arms? Abraham names your son Isaac, which ironically means laughter. (laughs) 
Whenever you hear laughter, you can think of Isaac. You can remember God's promise coming true. God has brought me laughter, you say. All who hear about this will laugh with me. Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby? Yet, I've given Abraham a son in his old age. Now, as you sleep tonight, remember that God promised for Abraham and Sarah to have more offspring than the stars. Isaac will have a son, Jacob, and Jacob will father the 12 tribes of Israel. These tribes will become a great nation, and one day near this same place, just a few miles from where Sarah was laughing with Isaac, Jesus Christ will be born in Bethlehem. See that bright star shining over his manger? The one star that pointed to the promise from God that changed the world forever. Heavenly Father, the storms of life make me feel so overwhelmed sometimes. Thank you so much for being my refuge, my lighthouse, my safe harbor. Would you help me to fix my thoughts on you instead of all the troubles in my life? I'll lean on you. I'll put all of my hope in you. And I will allow you to shield me from those storms that life keeps bringing. I give you my worries and my fears. And I trust you with them and receive your peace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Whatever you're waiting on God for, trust him with it now. Sarah and her husband Abraham waited 25 years to have the child that God had promised them. She waited so long that she even laughed when God said he would give her a son. She thought she was too old and it was impossible. Yet, after waiting for God, she found something greater than she could have ever expected. A miracle child and laughs of joy. God's plans for you may seem big or even hard. People may even laugh at them. But like Sarah, may you see that God's timing is perfect. Even if it's not always the timing that you hope for or even expect. He always has a plan and God never goes back on his word. Whatever you're waiting on God for, trust him with it now. Don't let waiting stop you from dreaming. Hear God tell Sarah that he is able is anything too hard for the Lord? He said, I will return about this time next year and you will have a son. He's a God of his word and his plans for you will unfold in due time. Now begin to imagine what Sarah saw, what she felt and experienced as she waited for God's promise to come to pass. 
Sarah's heart, mind, and spirit had anticipated this promise for so long that undoubtedly she began to wonder if they even heard God correctly. Perhaps he didn't really say it, or maybe he changed his mind. What thoughts might you feel after waiting for so long for a promise to come true? Using your imagination, see this story unfold through the eyes of Abraham's wife, Sarah. Your husband, Abraham, is sitting near you outside of the tents, deep in thought. You've been traveling through the foreign land of Canaan because God told Abraham to come here. He said, leave your country and your relatives and your father's house and go to the land that I will show you. Now you've settled into this promised land that God has shown you. Notice the oak trees and the meadows that spread across the rolling hills. The view takes your breath away. You see vibrant colors spreading across the meadow as wildflowers are blooming. You take in a deep breath and enjoy the clean floral aroma. Hear the breeze rushing through the trees. God's word had come true, and as you sit in the promised land, you whisper a thank you to him as you take in the beautiful landscape. You remember that God has just appeared to Abraham, and he had said, I'll give this land to your offspring. You look over at Abraham as he considers this promise. Is he smiling as he's reminded of such a powerful promise? Or does he look concerned at all since you don't even have children yet? You and Abraham eat your dinner and watch the red sun set over the shimmering Mediterranean Sea. Your eyes are drawn up to the sky that seems packed with stars. See the bright North Star above the hills on the horizon of the Promised Land. Peer into the cloudy, vast stars of the Milky Way and see the dim little dots of distant light. The entire sky, stretching from east to west, is full of stars. Try counting them. One, two, three. There's so many that your eyes drift and you begin to get sleepy. You're reminded that those stars were a part of God's promise. He told Abraham that you would have more offspring than the stars in the skies and that all the world will be blessed through them. That's an awful lot of children. <laughs> That's a big promise. How is this going to happen, you wonder? You're getting older and you still don't have a single child. You glance over at Abraham. He's getting older too, but he seems so content and peace-filled. His patient faith is inspiring to you. Do you trust that nothing's too hard for God? 
Rest for a moment and breathe in trust from God. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with faith. Breathe out and release your worries. Rest now in God's arms. Twenty-five years have now passed since God's promise to Abraham. So much has happened in those years. A famine has come, and you've been on a long, hungry journey across the desert to Egypt for food. But now you've returned to the promised land. God has shown up many times in many ways, but you're still childless. You rest under the shade of the oak trees, just as you did 25 years before. Abraham sits not far away from you at the entrance of his tent. He's 99 years old now, and it's the hottest part of the day. How does that sunlight feel as it falls onto your face? What does the warm breeze smell like? God has been so faithful to give you food and sunlight, but where is your child? You want to believe him, but you find yourself doubting more with each passing day. Suddenly, you see Abraham look up and notice three men standing nearby. His old arms push him up to his feet, and he slowly begins to run to meet those three men. You haven't seen him move like that in a long time, so you sense the importance of this visit from these men. You see him bowing low to the ground. Abraham then turns and runs back to you, and excitedly says, "Hurry, Sarah." Get three large measures of your best flour, knead it into dough, and bake some bread. Then he runs off. You immediately go inside the tent to make several loaves of bread. How does the dough feel as it moves through your fingers? What do you think about as you prepare the loaves for your guests? Are you curious at all why they've come? Do you sense you may know? You place the loaves in a brick oven and wait while it bakes. You smell the sweet, fresh bread that you're about to serve to these three guests. As you're waiting for the bread to bake, you hear Abraham outside speaking with the three men. So you listen in. One of the men tells Abraham, "I'll return to you about this time next year, and your wife Sarah will have a son." Before you even realize what's happening, you let out a loud laugh. Ugh! Can he be serious? Can an old woman like you have a baby? Surely he must be mistaken. You hear one of them say to Abraham. Why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, "Can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord?" 
suddenly you realized you just laughed at God. Will God get mad at you now? You start to become afraid and instead of admitting it, you say, I didn't laugh. Without missing a beat, the man says, no, you did laugh. Yes, you did. But even though you laughed, God still promises that you will have a son. Rest for a moment. Breathe in trust from God. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with faith. Breathe out and release your worries, your cares. Rest now in God's arms. Months have passed and your waiting has ended. Laughter has come. Less than a year later, you're holding your promised son. Your baby is born just at the time that God had said. Look into your baby's face and watch him laugh. How does it feel to hold this laughing boy, Isaac, in your arms? Abraham names your son Isaac, which ironically means laughter. (laughs) Whenever you hear laughter, you can think of Isaac. You can remember God's promise coming true. God has brought me laughter, you say. All who hear about this will laugh with me. Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby, yet I've given Abraham a son in his old age. Now, as you sleep tonight, remember that God promised for Abraham and Sarah to have more offspring than the stars. Isaac will have a son, Jacob, and Jacob will father the 12 tribes of Israel. These tribes will become a great nation and One day, near this same place, just a few miles from where Sarah was laughing with Isaac, Jesus Christ will be born in Bethlehem. See that bright star shining over his manger? The one star that pointed to the promise from God that changed the world forever. Heavenly Father, the storms of life make me feel so overwhelmed sometimes. Thank you so much for being my refuge, my lighthouse, my safe harbor. Would you help me to fix my thoughts on you instead of all the troubles in my life? I'll lean on you. I'll put all of my hope in you. And I will allow you to shield me from those storms that life keeps bringing. I give you my worries and my fears, and I trust you with them and receive your peace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Whatever you're waiting on God for, 
Trust him with it now. Sarah and her husband Abraham waited 25 years to have the child that God had promised them. She waited so long that she even laughed when God said he would give her a son. She thought she was too old and it was impossible. Yet, after waiting for God, she found something greater than she could have ever expected. A miracle child and laughs of joy. God's plans for you may seem big or even hard. People may even laugh at them. But like Sarah, may you see that God's timing is perfect. Even if it's not always the timing that you hope for or even expect. He always has a plan and God never goes back on his word. Whatever you're waiting on God for, trust him with it now. Don't let waiting stop you from dreaming. Hear God tell Sarah that he is able. Is anything too hard for the Lord? He said, I will return about this time next year and you will have a son. He's a God of his word and his plans for you will unfold in due time. Now begin to imagine what Sarah saw, what she felt and experienced as she waited for God's promise to come to pass. Sarah's heart, mind, and spirit had anticipated this promise for so long that undoubtedly she began to wonder if they even heard God correctly. Perhaps he didn't really say it. Or maybe he changed his mind. What thoughts might you feel after waiting for so long for a promise to come true? Using your imagination, see this story unfold through the eyes of Abraham's wife, Sarah. Your husband Abraham is sitting near you outside of the tents, deep in thought. You've been traveling through the foreign land of Canaan because God told Abraham to come here. He said, leave your country and your relatives and your father's house and go to the land that I will show you. Now you've settled into this promised land that God has shown you. Notice the oak trees and the meadows that spread across the rolling hills. The view takes your breath away. You see vibrant colors spreading across the meadow as wildflowers are blooming. You take in a deep breath and enjoy the clean floral aroma. Hear the breeze rushing through the trees. God's word had come true. And as you sit in the promised land, you whisper a thank you to him as you take in the beautiful landscape. You remember that God has just appeared to Abraham and he had said, I'll give this land to your offspring. You look over at Abraham as he considers this promise. Is he smiling as he's reminded of such a powerful promise? Or does he look concerned at all since you don't even have children yet? 
you and Abraham eat your dinner and watch the red sun set over the shimmering Mediterranean Sea. Your eyes are drawn up to the sky that seems packed with stars. See the bright North Star above the hills on the horizon of the Promised Land. Peer into the cloudy, vast stars of the Milky Way and see the dim little dots of distant light. The entire sky, stretching from east to west, is full of stars. Try counting them. One, two, three. There's so many that your eyes drift and you begin to get sleepy. You're reminded that those stars were a part of God's promise. He told Abraham that you would have more offspring than the stars in the skies and that all the world will be blessed through them. That's an awful lot of children. (laughs) That's a big promise. How is this going to happen, you wonder? You're getting older and you still don't have a single child. You glance over at Abraham. He's getting older too, but he seems so content and peace-filled. His patient faith is inspiring to you. Do you trust that nothing's too hard for God? Rest for a moment and breathe in trust from God. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with faith. Breathe out and release your worries. Rest now in God's arms. Twenty-five years have now passed since God's promise to Abraham. So much has happened in those years. A famine has come, and you've been on a long, hungry journey across the desert to Egypt for food. But now you've returned to the promised land. God has shown up many times in many ways, but you're still childless. You rest under the shade of the oak trees just as you did 25 years before. Abraham sits not far away from you at the entrance of his tent. He's 99 years old now, and it's the hottest part of the day. How does that sunlight feel as it falls onto your face? What does the warm breeze smell like? God has been so faithful to give you food and sunlight, but where is your child? You want to believe him, but you find yourself doubting more with each passing day. Suddenly, you see Abraham look up and notice three men standing nearby. His old arms push him up to his feet, and he slowly begins to run to meet those three men. You haven't seen him move like that in a long time, so you sense the importance of this visit from these men. You see him bowing low to the ground. 
Abraham then turns and runs back to you and excitedly says, Hurry, Sarah, get three large measures of your best flour, knead it into dough, and bake some bread. Then he runs off. You immediately go inside the tent to make several loaves of bread. How does the dough feel as it moves through your fingers? What do you think about as you prepare the loaves for your guests? Are you curious at all why they've come? Do you sense you may know? You place the loaves in a brick oven and wait while it bakes. You smell the sweet, fresh bread that you're about to serve to these three guests. As you're waiting for the bread to bake, you hear Abraham outside speaking with the three men, so you listen in. One of the men tells Abraham, I'll return to you about this time next year and your wife Sarah will have a son. Before you even realize what's happening, you let out a loud laugh. Ugh, can he be serious? Can an old woman like you have a baby? Surely he must be mistaken. You hear one of them say to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, Can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Suddenly you realized you just laughed at God. Will God get mad at you now? You start to become afraid and instead of admitting it, you say, I didn't laugh. Without missing a beat, the man says, no, you did laugh. Yes, you did. But even though you laughed, God still promises that you will have a son. Rest for a moment. Breathe in trust from God. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with faith. Breathe out and release your worries, your cares. Rest now in God's arms. Months have passed and your waiting has ended. Laughter has come. Less than a year later, you're holding your promised son. Your baby is born just at the time that God had said. Look into your baby's face and watch him laugh. How does it feel to hold this laughing boy, Isaac, in your arms? Abraham names your son Isaac, which ironically means laughter. <laughs> Whenever you hear laughter, you can think of Isaac. You can remember God's promise coming true. God has brought me laughter, you say. All who hear about this will laugh with me. Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby, yet I've given Abraham a son in his old age.
Now, as you sleep tonight, remember that God promised for Abraham and Sarah to have more offspring than the stars. Isaac will have a son, Jacob, and Jacob will father the 12 tribes of Israel. These tribes will become a great nation, and one day near this same place, just a few miles from where Sarah was laughing with Isaac, Jesus Christ will be born in Bethlehem. See that bright star shining over his manger? The one star that pointed to the promise from God that changed the world forever. Heavenly Father, the storms of life make me feel so overwhelmed sometimes. Thank you so much for being my refuge, my lighthouse, my safe harbor. Would you help me to fix my thoughts on you instead of all the troubles in my life? I'll lean on you. I'll put all of my hope in you. And I will allow you to shield me from those storms that life keeps bringing. I give you my worries and my fears, and I trust you with them and receive your peace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Whatever you're waiting on God for, trust him with it now. Sarah and her husband Abraham waited 25 years to have the child that God had promised them. She waited so long that she even laughed when God said he would give her a son. She thought she was too old and it was impossible. Yet, after waiting for God, she found something greater than she could have ever expected, a miracle child and laughs of joy. God's plans for you may seem big or even hard. People may even laugh at them. But like Sarah, may you see that God's timing is perfect, even if it's not always the timing that you hope for or even expect. He always has a plan, and God never goes back on His Word. Whatever you're waiting on God for, trust Him with it now. Don't let waiting stop you from dreaming. Hear God tell Sarah that He is able. Is anything too hard for the Lord? He said, I will return about this time next year and you will have a son. He's a God of His word and His plans for you will unfold in due time. Now begin to imagine what Sarah saw, what she felt and experienced as she waited for God's promise to come to pass. Sarah's heart, mind, and spirit had anticipated this promise for so long that undoubtedly she began to wonder if they even heard God correctly. Perhaps he didn't really say it, or maybe he changed his mind. 
What thoughts might you feel after waiting for so long for a promise to come true? Using your imagination, see this story unfold through the eyes of Abraham's wife, Sarah. Your husband Abraham is sitting near you outside of the tents, deep in thought. You've been traveling through the foreign land of Canaan because God told Abraham to come here. He said, leave your country and your relatives and your father's house and go to the land that I will show you. Now you've settled into this promised land that God has shown you. Notice the oak trees and the meadows that spread across the rolling hills. The view takes your breath away. You see vibrant colors spreading across the meadow as wildflowers are blooming. You take in a deep breath and enjoy the clean floral aroma. Hear the breeze rushing through the trees. God's word had come true, and as you sit in the promised land, you whisper a thank you to him as you take in the beautiful landscape. You remember that God has just appeared to Abraham, and he had said, I'll give this land to your offspring. You look over at Abraham as he considers this promise. Is he smiling as he's reminded of such a powerful promise? Or does he look concerned at all since you don't even have children yet? You and Abraham eat your dinner and watch the red sun set over the shimmering Mediterranean Sea. Your eyes are drawn up to the sky that seems packed with stars. See the bright north star above the hills on the horizon of the promised land. Peer into the cloudy, vast stars of the Milky Way and see the dim little dots of distant light. The entire sky, stretching from east to west, is full of stars. Try counting them. One, two, three. There's so many that your eyes drift and you begin to get sleepy. You're reminded that those stars were a part of God's promise. He told Abraham that you would have more offspring than the stars in the skies and that all the world will be blessed through them. That's an awful lot of children. <laughs> That's a big promise. How is this going to happen, you wonder? You're getting older and you still don't have a single child. You glance over at Abraham. He's getting older too, but he seems so content and peace-filled. His patient faith is inspiring to you. Do you trust that nothing's too hard for God? Rest for a moment and breathe in trust from God. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with faith. Breathe out and release your worries. Rest now in God's arms.
25 years have now passed since God's promise to Abraham. So much has happened in those years. A famine has come, and you've been on a long, hungry journey across the desert to Egypt for food. But now you've returned to the promised land. God has shown up many times in many ways, but you're still childless. You rest under the shade of the oak trees just as you did 25 years before. Abraham sits not far away from you at the entrance of his tent. He's 99 years old now, and it's the hottest part of the day. How does that sunlight feel as it falls onto your face? What does the warm breeze smell like? God has been so faithful to give you food and sunlight, but where is your child? You want to believe him, but you find yourself doubting more with each passing day. Suddenly, you see Abraham look up and notice three men standing nearby. His old arms push him up to his feet, and he slowly begins to run to meet those three men. You haven't seen him move like that in a long time, so you sense the importance of this visit from these men. You see him bowing low to the ground. Abraham then turns and runs back to you and excitedly says, Hurry, Sarah, get three large measures of your best flour, knead it into dough, and bake some bread. Then he runs off. You immediately go inside the tent to make several loaves of bread. How does the dough feel as it moves through your fingers? What do you think about as you prepare the loaves for your guests? Are you curious at all why they've come? Do you sense you may know? You place the loaves in a brick oven and wait while it bakes. You smell the sweet, fresh bread that you're about to serve to these three guests. As you're waiting for the bread to bake, you hear Abraham outside speaking with the three men, so you listen in. One of the men tells Abraham, I'll return to you about this time next year and your wife Sarah will have a son. Before you even realize what's happening, you let out a loud laugh. Ugh, can he be serious? Can an old woman like you have a baby? Surely he must be mistaken. You hear one of them say to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, Can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Suddenly you realized you just laughed at God. Will God get mad at you now? You start to become afraid and instead of admitting it, you say, I didn't laugh. Without missing a beat, the man says, no, you did laugh. Yes, you did. But even though you laughed, 
God still promises that you will have a son. Rest for a moment. Breathe in trust from God. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with faith. Breathe out and release your worries, your cares. Rest now in God's arms. Months have passed and your waiting has ended. Laughter has come. Less than a year later, you're holding your promised son. Your baby is born just at the time that God had said. Look into your baby's face and watch him laugh. How does it feel to hold this laughing boy, Isaac, in your arms? Abraham names your son Isaac, which ironically means laughter. (laughs) Whenever you hear laughter, you can think of Isaac. You can remember God's promise coming true. God has brought me laughter, you say. All who hear about this will laugh with me. Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby? Yet, I've given Abraham a son in his old age. Now, as you sleep tonight, remember that God promised for Abraham and Sarah to have more offspring than the stars. Isaac will have a son, Jacob, and Jacob will father the 12 tribes of Israel. These tribes will become a great nation and One day, near this same place, just a few miles from where Sarah was laughing with Isaac, Jesus Christ will be born in Bethlehem. See that bright star shining over his manger? The one star that pointed to the promise from God that changed the world forever. Heavenly Father, the storms of life make me feel so overwhelmed sometimes. Thank you so much for being my refuge, my lighthouse, my safe harbor. Would you help me to fix my thoughts on you instead of all the troubles in my life? I'll lean on you. I'll put all of my hope in you. And I will allow you to shield me from those storms that life keeps bringing. I give you my worries and my fears, and I trust you with them and receive your peace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Whatever you're waiting on God for, trust him with it now. Sarah and her husband Abraham waited 25 years to have the child that God had promised them. She waited so long that she even laughed when God said he would give her a son. She thought she was too old and it was impossible. Yet, 
After waiting for God, she found something greater than she could have ever expected. A miracle child and laughs of joy. God's plans for you may seem big or even hard. People may even laugh at them. But like Sarah, may you see that God's timing is perfect. Even if it's not always the timing that you hope for or even expect. He always has a plan and God never goes back on his word. Whatever you're waiting on God for, trust him with it now. Don't let waiting stop you from dreaming. Hear God tell Sarah that he is able. Is anything too hard for the Lord? He said, I will return about this time next year and you will have a son. He's a God of his word and his plans for you will unfold in due time. Now begin to imagine what Sarah saw, what she felt and experienced as she waited for God's promise to come to pass. Sarah's heart, mind, and spirit had anticipated this promise for so long that undoubtedly she began to wonder if they even heard God correctly. Perhaps he didn't really say it. Or maybe he changed his mind. What thoughts might you feel after waiting for so long for a promise to come true? Using your imagination, see this story unfold through the eyes of Abraham's wife, Sarah. Your husband, Abraham, is sitting near you outside of the tents, deep in thought. You've been traveling through the foreign land of Canaan because God told Abraham to come here. He said, leave your country and your relatives and your father's house and go to the land that I will show you. Now you've settled into this promised land that God has shown you. Notice the oak trees and the meadows that spread across the rolling hills. The view takes your breath away. You see vibrant colors spreading across the meadow as wildflowers are blooming. You take in a deep breath and enjoy the clean floral aroma. Hear the breeze rushing through the trees. God's word had come true. And as you sit in the promised land, You whisper a thank you to him as you take in the beautiful landscape. You remember that God has just appeared to Abraham and he had said, I'll give this land to your offspring. You look over at Abraham as he considers this promise. Is he smiling as he's reminded of such a powerful promise? Or does he look concerned at all since you don't even have children yet? You and Abraham eat your dinner and watch the red sun set over the shimmering Mediterranean Sea. Your eyes are drawn up to the sky that seems packed with stars. See the bright north star above the hills on the horizon of the promised land. 
peer into the cloudy, vast stars of the Milky Way and see the dim little dots of distant light. The entire sky, stretching from east to west, is full of stars. Try counting them. One, two, three. There's so many that your eyes drift and you begin to get sleepy. You're reminded that those stars were a part of God's promise. He told Abraham that you would have more offspring than the stars in the skies and that all the world will be blessed through them. That's an awful lot of children. (laughs) That's a big promise. How is this going to happen, you wonder? You're getting older and you still don't have a single child. You glance over at Abraham. He's getting older too, but he seems so content and peace-filled. His patient faith is inspiring to you. Do you trust that nothing's too hard for God? Rest for a moment and breathe in trust from God. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with faith. Breathe out and release your worries. Rest now in God's arms. Twenty-five years have now passed since God's promise to Abraham. So much has happened in those years. A famine has come, and you've been on a long, hungry journey across the desert to Egypt for food. But now you've returned to the promised land. God has shown up many times in many ways, but you're still childless. You rest under the shade of the oak trees just as you did 25 years before. Abraham sits not far away from you at the entrance of his tent. He's 99 years old now, and it's the hottest part of the day. How does that sunlight feel as it falls onto your face? What does the warm breeze smell like? God has been so faithful to give you food and sunlight, but where is your child? You want to believe him, but you find yourself doubting more with each passing day. Suddenly, you see Abraham look up and notice three men standing nearby. His old arms push him up to his feet, and he slowly begins to run to meet those three men. You haven't seen him move like that in a long time, so you sense the importance of this visit from these men. You see him bowing low to the ground. Abraham then turns and runs back to you and excitedly says, Hurry, Sarah, get three large measures of your best flour, knead it into dough, and bake some bread. Then he runs off. You immediately go inside the tent to make several loaves of bread. 
How does the dough feel as it moves through your fingers? What do you think about as you prepare the loaves for your guests? Are you curious at all why they've come? Do you sense you may know? You place the loaves in a brick oven and wait while it bakes. You smell the sweet, fresh bread that you're about to serve to these three guests. As you're waiting for the bread to bake, you hear Abraham outside speaking with the three men, so you listen in. One of the men tells Abraham, I'll return to you about this time next year and your wife Sarah will have a son. Before you even realize what's happening, you let out a loud laugh. Ugh, can he be serious? Can an old woman like you have a baby? Surely he must be mistaken. You hear one of them say to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, Can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Suddenly you realized you just laughed at God. Will God get mad at you now? You start to become afraid and instead of admitting it, you say, I didn't laugh. Without missing a beat, the man says, no, you did laugh. Yes, you did. But even though you laughed, God still promises that you will have a son. Rest for a moment. Breathe in trust from God. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with faith. Breathe out and release your worries, your cares. Rest now in God's arms. Months have passed and your waiting has ended. Laughter has come. Less than a year later, you're holding your promised son. Your baby is born just at the time that God had said. Look into your baby's face and watch him laugh. How does it feel to hold this laughing boy, Isaac, in your arms? Abraham names your son Isaac, which ironically means laughter. (laughs) Whenever you hear laughter, you can think of Isaac. You can remember God's promise coming true. God has brought me laughter, you say. All who hear about this will laugh with me. Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby, yet I've given Abraham a son in his old age. Now, as you sleep tonight, remember that God promised for Abraham and Sarah to have more offspring than the stars. Isaac will have a son, Jacob, and Jacob will father the 12 tribes of Israel. These tribes will become a great nation and 
One day, near this same place, just a few miles from where Sarah was laughing with Isaac, Jesus Christ will be born in Bethlehem. See that bright star shining over his manger? The one star that pointed to the promise from God that changed the world forever. Heavenly Father, the storms of life make me feel so overwhelmed sometimes. Thank you so much for being my refuge, my lighthouse, my safe harbor. Would you help me to fix my thoughts on you instead of all the troubles in my life? I'll lean on you. I'll put all of my hope in you. And I will allow you to shield me from those storms that life keeps bringing. I give you my worries and my fears, and I trust you with them and receive your peace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Whatever you're waiting on God for, trust Him with it now. Sarah and her husband Abraham waited 25 years to have the child that God had promised them. She waited so long that she even laughed when God said He would give her a son. She thought she was too old and it was impossible. Yet, After waiting for God, she found something greater than she could have ever expected, a miracle child and laughs of joy. God's plans for you may seem big or even hard. People may even laugh at them. But like Sarah, may you see that God's timing is perfect, even if it's not always the timing that you hope for or even expect. He always has a plan, and God never goes back on His Word. Whatever you're waiting on God for, trust Him with it now. Don't let waiting stop you from dreaming. Hear God tell Sarah that He is able. Is anything too hard for the Lord? He said. I will return about this time next year, and you will have a son. He's a God of His Word, and His plans for you will unfold in due time. Now begin to imagine what Sarah saw, what she felt and experienced as she waited for God's promise to come to pass. Sarah's heart, mind, and spirit had anticipated this promise for so long that undoubtedly, she began to wonder if they even heard God correctly. Perhaps he didn't really say it, or maybe he changed his mind. What thoughts might you feel after waiting for so long for a promise to come true? Using your imagination, see this story unfold through the eyes of Abraham's wife, Sarah. Your husband Abraham is sitting near you outside of the tents, deep in thought. 
You've been traveling through the foreign land of Canaan because God told Abraham to come here. He said, Leave your country and your relatives and your father's house and go to the land that I will show you. Now you've settled into this promised land that God has shown you. Notice the oak trees and the meadows that spread across the rolling hills. The view takes your breath away. You see vibrant colors spreading across the meadow as wildflowers are blooming. You take in a deep breath and enjoy the clean floral aroma. Hear the breeze rushing through the trees. God's word had come true, and as you sit in the promised land, you whisper a thank you to him as you take in the beautiful landscape. You remember that God has just appeared to Abraham, and he had said, I'll give this land to your offspring. You look over at Abraham as he considers this promise. Is he smiling as he's reminded of such a powerful promise? Or does he look concerned at all since you don't even have children yet? You and Abraham eat your dinner and watch the red sun set over the shimmering Mediterranean Sea. Your eyes are drawn up to the sky that seems packed with stars. See the bright North Star above the hills on the horizon of the Promised Land. Peer into the cloudy, vast stars of the Milky Way and see the dim little dots of distant light. The entire sky, stretching from east to west, is full of stars. Try counting them. One, two, three, there's so many that your eyes drift and you begin to get sleepy. You're reminded that those stars were a part of God's promise. He told Abraham that you would have more offspring than the stars in the skies and that all the world will be blessed through them. That's an awful lot of children. <laughs> That's a big promise. How is this going to happen, you wonder? You're getting older and you still don't have a single child. You glance over at Abraham. He's getting older too, but he seems so content and peace-filled. His patient faith is inspiring to you. Do you trust that nothing's too hard for God? Rest for a moment and breathe in trust from God. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with faith. Breathe out and release your worries. Rest now in God's arms. Twenty-five years have now passed since God's promise to Abraham. So much has happened in those years. A famine has come, and you've been on a long, hungry journey across the desert to Egypt for food. 
but now you've returned to the promised land. God has shown up many times in many ways, but you're still childless. You rest under the shade of the oak trees, just as you did 25 years before. Abraham sits not far away from you at the entrance of his tent. He's 99 years old now, and it's the hottest part of the day. How does that sunlight feel as it falls onto your face? What does the warm breeze smell like? God has been so faithful to give you food and sunlight, but where is your child? You want to believe him, but you find yourself doubting more with each passing day. Suddenly you see Abraham look up and notice three men standing nearby. His old arms push him up to his feet and he slowly begins to run to meet those three men. You haven't seen him move like that in a long time, so you sense the importance of this visit from these men. You see him bowing low to the ground. Abraham then turns and runs back to you and excitedly says, Hurry, Sarah, get three large measures of your best flour, knead it into dough, and bake some bread. Then he runs off. You immediately go inside the tent to make several loaves of bread. How does the dough feel as it moves through your fingers? What do you think about as you prepare the loaves for your guests? Are you curious at all why they've come? Do you sense you may know? You place the loaves in a brick oven and wait while it bakes. You smell the sweet, fresh bread that you're about to serve to these three guests. As you're waiting for the bread to bake, you hear Abraham outside speaking with the three men, so you listen in. One of the men tells Abraham, I'll return to you about this time next year and your wife Sarah will have a son. Before you even realize what's happening, you let out a loud laugh. Ugh, can he be serious? Can an old woman like you have a baby? Surely he must be mistaken. You hear one of them say to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, Can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Suddenly you realized you just laughed at God. Will God get mad at you now? You start to become afraid and instead of admitting it, you say, I didn't laugh. Without missing a beat, the man says, no, you did laugh. Yes, you did. But even though you laughed, God still promises that you will have a son. Rest for a moment. Breathe in trust from God. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with faith. 
Breathe out and release your worries, your cares. Rest now in God's arms. Months have passed and your waiting has ended. Laughter has come. Less than a year later, you're holding your promised son. Your baby is born just at the time that God had said. Look into your baby's face and watch him laugh. How does it feel to hold this laughing boy, Isaac, in your arms? Abraham names your son Isaac, which ironically means laughter. (laughs) Whenever you hear laughter, you can think of Isaac. You can remember God's promise coming true. God has brought me laughter, you say. All who hear about this will laugh with me. Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby, yet I've given Abraham a son in his old age. Now, as you sleep tonight, remember that God promised for Abraham and Sarah to have more offspring than the stars. Isaac will have a son, Jacob, and Jacob will father the 12 tribes of Israel. These tribes will become a great nation and One day, near this same place, just a few miles from where Sarah was laughing with Isaac, Jesus Christ will be born in Bethlehem. See that bright star shining over his manger? The one star that pointed to the promise from God that changed the world forever. Heavenly Father, the storms of life make me feel so overwhelmed sometimes. Thank you so much for being my refuge, my lighthouse, my safe harbor. Would you help me to fix my thoughts on you instead of all the troubles in my life? I'll lean on you. I'll put all of my hope in you. And I will allow you to shield me from those storms that life keeps bringing. I give you my worries and my fears, and I trust you with them and receive your peace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.